Taking your kids to mass is a lot of work. Bathroom breaks, kneelers falling on feet, and kids trying to escape the pew. Are you interested in attending a Latin mass, but feel too overwhelmed as it is with the kids? You're not alone. Brooke and Mike share their experience with transitioning from the Novus Ordo to the Latin Mass, kids in tow, and offer some tips and tricks that have helped them manage toddlers and babies at Mass. Welcome to the podcast. This is a special episode featuring uh, just Mike and myself. And who are you? Oh. Who am I? That's, That's a good, a good question. question. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get so deep right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I'm Brooke, if you haven't already met me. Yeah, and I'm Mike. As uh, Chris talked about in the previous episode, there's going to be some mix-up this season with uh, the people participating in the podcast. We're going to be rotating uh, people. I would say we're going to just spice things up a little bit. You know, switch things up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good Michael Scott way to put it. Shake it up. Shake it up. Yeah. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of a background, Mike and I have been married for five and a half years. We have two children. Uh, our oldest just turned four and our youngest just turned one. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be very relevant to this show because it's mainly focused around our experiences of transitioning to going to latin mass with little kids and uh yeah talking about how that all works the worries that people commonly have things that uh happen when you change (laughs) uh to frankly a totally different experience of the mass and and doing so with toddlers yeah (laughs) And yeah, we're just going to give some advice for people who might be in that situation that we were two years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. So a little bit of a background is Mike and I had attended a Novus Ordo parish that uh, it was it was a good parish. It was the best one we could find by far. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually had an amazing choir. mm -hmm. It was a beautiful church preserved from like over a hundred years old, had an amazing intact high altar, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. We'd been, we'd been there for quite a while. And then mm. we had, we had our daughter and, uh, when she was about a year and a half, we decided to try taking her to the Latin mass, which was at a different time at a different parish, mm-hmm. but not in a galaxy far, far away. No, <laughs> just a, theological different galaxy yeah liturgical different galaxy yeah yeah and it was stressful the first little bit it was especially for me because evie was just at you know the peak of her hyperness you know she was a year and a half she wanted to explore and do stuff and she was loud and she didn't really understand the concept of quiet Mm -hmm. which is fairly normal for most children (laughs) yeah and the uh we had a lot of worries about it like we knew evie was crazy and like most people who are coming to the latin mass coming from novus ordo we kind of had that um fixation on 
I got to participate. I got to follow everything. I got to be following every word that the priest is saying. And you don't want to disrupt anyone either. Like, you don't want your kid to be making too much noise and wrecking everybody else's prayer time, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah, that's like one of the most common things going from Novus Ordo to Latin Mass. The, The ability to just relax and actually let the priest say mass is uh difficult because mm-hmm. you're kind of trained that it's almost like we're all saying mass together and if i don't do my part then you didn't participate fully yeah yeah it's seen as a big problem mm-hmm. yeah but after we were we went you know several weeks and months we started to realize that uh, people weren't looking at us people weren't (laughs) gonna be judging us if evie decided to yell or say something in fact we were met with happy faces people commenting Mm -hmm. on how cute she was people commenting on how vibrant her personality was people very very happy to see us bringing her it's probably not uncommon that they see families come in and they have maybe a few rough experiences because kids are kids they Mm -hmm. don't often sit still they're not perfect they have energy and that's just life yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sure there are families that might come and then they are never seen again because they were maybe self-conscious or or worried or felt like they couldn't participate or it's because or or there was no cry room yeah. The cry room. Let, let's put cry rooms aside just for a second. We'll come back to it. It's important. Because <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, like, we kind of jumped to this whole, like, this is kind of the uh, end point of, you know, the process of realizing that, right? But mm-hmm. it was a really long journey to yeah, actually make definitely. that realization and internalize it, yeah. too, right? We put a ton of pressure on ourselves unnecessary pressure yeah we i remember week after week for a while Mm -hmm. going and being really stressed and you being really stressed Mm -hmm. always being angry with evie and always taking her out and having to miss half the mass and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but um it's none of this was external Mm -hmm. right this was all us yeah we were psyching this to ourselves Yeah. And it's not just us either. No. We've heard this from other parents Mm -hmm. with young ones thinking about it, same worries. So, yeah, that's why we're here talking about it. And it's a common thing that's talked out on like a lot of parenting Facebook groups or Mm -hmm. in the comment sections of, you know, various Latin mass posts Mm -hmm. or, or whatnot, where parents are voicing concerns about not being able to participate or whatnot because their kids are, you know, wanting to move around or they have to take them back, you know, to the back of the church or or whatnot. So they feel like they're not experiencing the mass mm-hmm. fully, which, yeah. which again is a trained thing. Yeah. I think some part of that or a large part of that is the difference between the masses too, eh? mm-hmm. and what how they train you to participate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like participation in the Latin Mass, once you're kind of used to it, is it's all about letting God do his thing mm-hmm. and prayerfully um, disposing yourself yeah. to receive 
grace from that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're there to adore, to worship, to give thanksgiving, to, you know, ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we are there. We- yeah, and I, I find in Novus Ordo, there's more of an attitude of we're doing this work together, all of us, including the lay people. Mm-hmm. Our responses are like a huge part of the mass. Mm-hmm. And we need to do it. Otherwise, we're not doing our part. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just not the case traditionally in the Catholic Mass. It's it's meant to be about what God is doing for us mm-hmm. in the Mass. And again, he does it primarily through the priest, not through us. We are assisting by our prayers, but yeah, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if... If I'm not uh, following the uh, prayers the priest is saying at the altar, or even if I'm not in the right posture, not kneeling or standing or whatever, because I'm taking care of a kid, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, You're good. <laughs> yeah, it's it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the kids do notice a difference in being at the Novus Ordo and the Latin. Yes, and Evie noticed, absolutely. like, it was clear Evie could see a different, could probably see mm-hmm. the difference. You know, at the Novus Ordo, there's a lot of responses that the lay people give, you know, where... And the kids can understand them as normal words. So mm-hmm. it's like, people are talking around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're shaking mommy and daddy's hand. We're, you know, standing up and sitting down and... Mm-hmm. We're singing the responses to the psalm, but, but at the Latin mass, it's very different. And you see kids that grew up in the Latin mass, like the prince have always brought them there. They're used to it. Mm-hmm. They're very accustomed to the quiet. Mm-hmm. And Evie has become accustomed to the quiet. Yeah. And it was not changed. easy, but it, yeah. yes, she has learned. Mm-hmm. It's a night and day difference. And it's just a matter of going you know repeatedly her watching her parents do things her watching the older kids do mm-hmm. things and might i add there are so many kids at the latin mm-hmm. mass far more than we ever saw at the novus ordo parishes yeah maybe it's because i can actually see them but mm, uh, <laughs> maybe it's because contraception maybe <laughs> i'm not gonna assume i will not assume but I will say there are not assuming it about any individuals, but statistically, it's because contraception. Yeah, like we have a we have the small family, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there are families that have. I think the biggest family is nine, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's five and six. And I digress. There are lots of kids. Yeah, and that said, there are lots of parents. And that means they know exactly what you're going through if you're having a rough time at the Mass. Mm -hmm. No one is going to be turning around and, like, scowling at you. And if somebody does, the other parents probably know who that scowling old lady is, and they just say, pay her no mind, she be cray-cray. Her name is Susan from the Parish Council. Yeah, and she was forced to go there. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, thankfully, at our parish, we don't really have anyone like that. Yeah. At either of the Latin Mass uh, parishes that we've gone to before and after our move. No. And there are going to be grouches at any parish. Mm-hmm. There are going to be grouches anywhere that you go. It Just just let it roll off. Yeah. You know? 
what they're grumping about ain't your problem. You just do your best. And the best thing you can do is bring your kids to Mass and show them how to love Jesus. So let's go back to this point really quickly about Evie seeing the difference between the two Masses. Yes. Because we have a, an anecdote. Right. <laughs> we, uh, we went to a Novus Ordo Mass mm-hmm. recently, a few months ago. And uh, it was just for a uh, sacrament for a friend's kid. So we were there and Evie is <laughs> at the procession. She looks over at me and she says, what kind of church is this? <laughs> <laughs> now, architecturally, it's not the nicest looking church. So yeah, that's architecture, also music, the procession that was happening. Nothing here resembled the Catholic mass that she was knows. used to now. Yeah. 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 And she also told me that she saw girl priests. So there's that. Yeah. Altar, altar servers. Yeah. Yeah. Girl altar boys are a scandal. Just saying. And and she was not even four at the time. And she did pick, she did voice that she noticed those differences. Mm-hmm. And also scolded the congregation for clapping. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, shh. No clapping at church. <laughs> yep. Oh, she was right. It was, I could, we, we were just, just chuckling. <laughs> My goodness. Kids pick up on that stuff. Yeah. Sometimes kids know how to behave better than adults. Now, disclaimer, <laughs> if you do take your kid to a Novus Ordo Mass, you're not a terrible parent. If you don't have a Latin Mass close to you or it's really far, we get it. It's really hard to find Latin mass parishes that aren't at abs- absurd times. So yeah, and we had a really hard time with the transition too. That's yeah. another thing that it's easy to gloss over now, but I remember so many conversations where we were kind of considering it, and we were like, "Should we go to the Latin mass this Sunday?" Oh, it's so hard with Evie. Blah blah blah. It was at Let's like, not. What time was it? It was at like three. Yeah. Yeah. Three in the afternoon. Nap time. Yeah. <laughs> terrible time yeah and yeah so yeah for the longest time i think we kind of wanted to go but we were held back by <laughs> bad experiences with Evie. and just her doing kid and, things yeah not being a bad kid yeah just being a regular kid and us overreacting to it and yeah. flipping out yeah and, and even at when we were at that parish we noticed that you know younger kids were watching the older kids yeah that's the thing too we we went and we're like all the other kids here are perfect our kid is terrible our kid is terrible what's wrong with us are we bad parents everyone's gonna judge us felt so bad yeah but yeah but a lot of parents actually talk to us about that too like saying how their older kids had to adjust too when they started going and you know, yeah, they're totally normal things for kids to do to talk and see people mm-hmm. and and wave. <laughs> yeah, multiple parents told us that, like, you know, they have four kids sitting in a row behaving perfectly, but they always say you should have seen the oldest one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. The, the first one has no kid to look up to who's behaving well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have the other kids in the other families that they watch. So you go, hey, you see Susie over there? She's sitting awfully quiet. 
You should sit quiet too. Yeah, that is a help it, for sure. It is because they can they watch. Mm-hmm. That's how they learn. Yeah. Yeah, and at our our parish before we switched to the Latin mass, as great of a parish as it was, there were some kids that were pretty badly behaved. I wouldn't say badly behaved because we know everybody is just trying their best. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's a different experience. And, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all relative, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like those were bad kids either. It's just like... It's a different environment. Yeah. You, re- you really, even as, you know, adult, a, an adult, you have to discipline yourself in a different way at the Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, everything is in Latin. So you're either following the missile or you're taking care of your kid or you're praying mm-hmm. and uh, trying to pay attention to what's happening yeah so if you ever look at advice on going to your first latin mass even if you're a single person Mm. often the advice is don't pick up the missile just watch just watch yeah you're good you don't have to just relax yeah (laughs) yeah just take it all in yeah and that's something we missed yeah when we were going we were hyper everything was on fire yeah we had like the book with the propers in one hand and the red ecclesia day um saint joseph missile missile thing yeah. in the other hand and we're trying to follow every prayer and every time evie did Slipped some little thing we were so mad to like mm-hmm. interrupt oh i have to say every word of this in my head and i'm falling behind because the priest is praying it too fast yeah <laughs> you know yeah did we yeah. want to discuss the cry room now yeah, sure, if you want to. Okay, so a lot of Novus Ordo parishes have cry rooms. Cry rooms in themselves are not bad things. They are perfect places to change your baby. They are perfect places to nurse your baby, but they should not be your go-to place for the entire Mass because that is what your kid will learn. They will mm. learn that you know in the cry room they can run around, they can play with toys, they can have snacks. If your kid is like you know, having a tantrum and crying, obviously go, go back, you know, console them, but do not think you need to stay there. No parent is going to judge you if your kid is being a little bit, you know, rowdy in the pews. Mm. Yeah. Like how many, like, has anybody ever given us a hard time? Not us. Maybe it's happened to other parents and we totally sympathize and we would never be those people that Mm. would tell you that, why don't you use the cry room? Yeah. Because, yeah, kids learn. They learn that that's where they can go if they don't want to sit in the pew. Mm-hmm. And if you if you think that you have to always use the cry room for nursing, I advocate that you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. Like, how many moms do we see at our parish that just... I, we sit off to the side at the back. Yeah. And we just... I just have my cover on or whatever, and I nurse. A lot of the moms who've been nursing mm-hmm. have either sat towards the back or I've seen... Some of them don't move. One. Yeah. Sometimes they go to the back. Yeah. But yeah, use a nursing cover, yeah. I'd suggest. But <laughs> yeah, and uh, even Chris was mentioning too that uh, at the back of our parish we have, um, like, there's the confessionals. Some mm-hmm. moms have even just gone in the confessional and then just, mm-hmm. you know close the door and you can nurse in there 
but because there's so many kids and lots of big families, <laughs> people get it, and yeah. no one is gonna go. How dare you come in here and feed your baby? Yeah, pretty much. Just the confessional thing is it's funny because, um, like traditionally or ideally, mm -hmm. you'd have pre-searing confession during mass, which is a weird thing to hear mm -hmm. nowadays for most Catholics. It's like, what the heck? Confession during mass? <laughs> I have to participate, but um, yeah, unfortunately, we don't have any priests doing that during our mass, but I have seen that in, especially if you go to a mass by one of the, uh, like the orders of priests that do the Latin mass, like at um, St. John Cantius in Chicago, mm -hmm. they had three priests here in confession during the mass, and all three of them had like lineups down the wall during the whole mass. So <laughs> it's like... So we wouldn't encourage you to stand in line and then try and nurse your baby while yeah. you're <laughs> while you're trying to receive the sacrament of uh, reconciliation. No, it just got me off on a tangent. Yeah. Oh, and in the church in Toronto, right? The uh, yeah. oratory. Yeah. They do that as well. And yeah. it's a great thing because, you know, you can go to confession and uh, then you participate in the mass and receive mm -hmm. the graces from that mass in like the maximal way like you're you couldn't be better prepared yep. than going to confession during the mass and anyway cry rooms good but don't think you have to stand there the entire time and if a parish doesn't have a cry room then just do your best you know yeah. it it does it's a sad thing when people think they have to stay in there with their kids you know, some cry rooms don't have a PA, so they can't hear what's happening, or they feel like they don't want to disrupt people with their children, but people want the kids there. Yeah. They really do. Basically, 80% so. of our advice is relax and don't worry, mm -hmm. which is like the hardest advice to follow. Yeah. But <laughs> and if we're going on the summarizing some tips and whatnot, so relax and don't worry. Mass bags are great. So in those bags, I'm sure y'all have heard this before, but you put in like prayer books and a mm -hmm. rosary. Some people use the little chews rosaries. I'm not a huge fan of them, but some people use them, you know. No disrespect if you use them. No, no. I'm kind of weirded out by them. <laughs> like kids' Bibles, uh, yeah. stuff like that. So if you're, if you're reading your Bible to your kid during mass, you're doing great. That's fine. That's good. Pray with your child. Avoid snacks unless the kids are really little. Like, yeah, agreed. Like I, like Vincent is a little over a year and he's not nursing all the time. So if he's got to have a snack, he's got to have a snack. But we don't give any to the four-year-old. Yeah, what other things agreed. have we seen people put in their mass bags? It's usually just books, rosaries, prayer cards. Yeah, we used to have like stickers. Stickers, yes, we did. That's a risky one. Because they can stick them on the pews, but if they're old enough to know to stick it in the book, it's like okay, in a little, I guess, in a little dollar store notebook. Yeah. <laughs> and and those phases don't last forever either. Yeah. If they're a year and a half or two, like I remember one time when we were at the Latin Mass when Abby was really little, there was a mom there that you know sometimes she would look over and you know she'd have a little chuckle. If Abby was doing something silly. And uh, when we mm -hmm. came back to the pew one time, there was a little note on our seat and a little thing of stickers and some paper. And she said something along the lines of, I see that your daughter is really busy. I hope this helps buy you some 
some time to pray or something like that. It was a really mm-hmm. gen- like a really sweet little notion. And mm-hmm. we definitely let Evie do it because we saw her kid do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And her kid was probably only a little bit older than Evie. Yeah. And yeah, parents get it. And then, uh, yeah, another thing is just at the time of the consecration, that's when you really want to get your kid to pay attention. Mm-hmm. So talk to them what's happening. Talk to them and tell them, you know, what the priest is doing. You could explain to him what words he's saying by looking in the missile together. And when that host is, when the host is elevated, you tell them Jesus is here. Yeah. And Evie sees that too. Like Mm -hmm. Evie knows that now. Mm -hmm. She knows Jesus is there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's part of the general parenting thing where you got to pick your battles, right? Mm -hmm. If, you know, you have a two-year-old, they're not going to pay attention to the entire mass or even a significant part of the mass. Yeah. But that part. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to pick one part to show them mm-hmm. that's interesting, you're like, you know, this is where Father John is going to hold up Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and encourage you them, yeah. encourage them to talk to Jesus mm-hmm. because he's, he's there and they definitely want to talk. Mm-hmm. Encourage them to pray and pray with them. That's yeah. cool. Especially once they are old enough to whisper. Yeah. That works. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there ha- there were times where Evie would say, there's Jesus. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Distinctly remember one mass, the uh, precious blood is elevated and she says, he's there again. <laughs> <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's <You're> right. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Shh. laughs> yeah. Um. Another tip that we learned too, and we still abide by it, is sit where they cannot escape. Mm, yeah. If, if your parish has, you know, side pews that are against the wall, those are the perfect places to sit. Some kids do better sitting at the front, and you could be at the front kind of to the side so they can see mm. things, especially for the, you know, slightly older kids. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you already have smaller kids that can watch the older kids so they can watch together, then that's good. Mm-hmm. We sit closer to the back because babies, um, yeah. nursing, nursing, like that. nursing babies, yeah. you know, but, uh, that's the thing we're, we might have to consider in the future Yeah, moving closer for Evie, but, and I'd like to, too, cause we're not there yet. Oh, well, we're, it's coming up, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sit where they can't quite escape. So a side pew or between both parents am i saying to take up a whole giant pew no but uh (laughs) consider what place would be best to sit where you know mom can sit on one side or dad can sit on the other if it's just mom taking kids to mass because dad is working nights or something then coordinate where you can sit or bring a friend yeah Yeah. (laughs) just having that uh containment helps you have some quiet moments, mm-hmm. right? Because you can close your eyes and pray and know, okay, she can't get past me unless she crawls over my legs. Or she crawls under the few. So, yeah, so I can not worry constantly. Mm-hmm. At the Latin Mass parishes, uh, at the Latin Mass parish that we're at right now, we do have quite a few friends there now. We know a lot of families there too. So oh. I'd encourage you as part of our advice to make some friends. 
which is so hard, (laughs) even at the Novus Ordo parishes sometimes, and especially if you're a newbie going to the the Latin masses because you're shy and you're embarrassed, like, don't look at me, my kid was talking during the consecration. Just like Twilight Sparkle. Let's not get into My Little Pony right now. (laughs) You're the one who brought it up, just saying. Okay. You did the voice. (laughs) Um, But... uh, yeah, make some friends with those families. Sit near them if you want to. Or build up those tribes, those relationships, so you can help each other out. Because mm-hmm. they will be so valuable to you. Mm-hmm. If you have a friend from the Novus Ordo Parish that you'd like to introduce to the Latin Mass, asking them to help you with your kids is a great way to see if they'll do it. <laughs> very, very sneaky. Yeah. Is it too sneaky? I don't think so. Okay. It's genuine. It's nice yeah. to have help. Did we ever do that? No. We no. didn't have very many friends. <laughs> yeah. What our friends were our friends are all at the parish that we're at now. Yeah. But yeah. Overall our experience has changed and we have relaxed. And it is hard at the very beginning to relax. But it is so worth it in the end, especially now. Mm-hmm. You know. Evie experiences so many good things. Mm -hmm. at the latin mass yeah and that's so key to why it was important enough that we pushed through the difficulty i Mm -hmm. think was just the the witness that this traditional liturgy is going to be for your kids is just so valuable Mm -hmm. right it's yeah every sign and symbol and liturgical action is forming Mm-hmm. you know, the minds of the children and the souls. And studies have proven that within the Latin mass communities, there are more more vocations like within the parish. Mm-hmm. And you see that by the number of altar servers, like boy altar servers, because yeah. that's part of what being an altar server is. It is a discernment process. Yeah. And the amount of just seminarians, period. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not to mention the... Uh, enormous coincidence of the Novus Ordo and the complete lack of vocations in the church today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they will get so much out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it It is amazing just to see the disposition of children at the Latin Mass versus the Novus Ordo. Yeah. And I think part of it too is watching how the priest acts in the Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. If you're a young boy, like or a teen boy, and you're watching the priest act like a priest, like being reverent and acting like he's doing something important and holy Mm -hmm. and manly Mm -hmm. versus kind of being expected to be a stand-up comedian or (laughs) the whole tone of things is different. Yeah. It's different having to like look at the people and in a sense, act out the like the canon of the mass or mm-hmm. the whole Eucharistic prayer and everything like that versus where it's said primarily to God. Mm-hmm. It, it makes a big difference, I think. Well, and even comparing how at many Novus Ordo parishes, they have children's liturgy. Mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes here because the children will walk up. Yeah, Sunday will, school. Sunday school. The priest will ask, what are you going to do today? And little Timmy will raise his hand. I'm going to learn about Jesus and do some crafts. 
Yeah, no. Don't send your children away because as soon as their first communion time comes up and they're expected to sit in the pew, it is going to be so much harder for them to know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And really, it's super, super backwards because normally that beginning part, the mass of the, what is it called? Catechumens. Yes, mass of the catechumens (laughs) is where everybody can be there. But when it's the... You mean like in the early church? Yeah, in the early church. Yeah, you know, people who are preparing for baptism, yeah, would yeah come for that part of the mass, and then they would leave for the um, what's the second half called? (laughs) Mass of the faithful, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mass. So, I I might be exposing my ignorance. It's probably we're newbies to Latin mass, so cut us some slack if we're wrong. But Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, kids. Just drawing a parallel to that, like mm-hmm. the first part of the mass is like where you'd think children would be more welcome, but it's not, I don't think the children were ever sent away at any part of the mass traditionally. No. So <laughs> like, no. just, just keep them there. Yeah. 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 And we're not, and if you're going to teach the kids a catechism class or do crafts with them, do it after mass. Yeah. And we're not saying that people don't have the best of intentions when they do those programs, but you really don't mm-hmm. need to do them. Like keep yeah. your kids at church, keep them at the mass, because that's where they learn, grow, and mm. meet pieces. And yeah. Yep. And seeing their parents worship at the Latin mass different than the Novus Ordo. We're saying a bunch of stuff here. I hope we're not overwhelming anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but there's yeah. a lot of difference. There's so much to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in both in both forms of the mass, it's one of the most important things for a kid to see how their parents pray and act at mass. Mm-hmm. You can you can see how it kind of matches up, mm-hmm. right? If there's a family where the dad is disinterested in the mass, those kids are also not going to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Or families where the dad's not there, it's very difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I see it already with Evie even though she's only four, that um, she wants to emulate me. Mm-hmm. If I'm kneeling down and folding my hands and closing my eyes, she wants to try to do the same thing. Even though she's busy, she might only do it for like three seconds yeah. and then get bored. <laughs> but, you know, she wants to do these things. Yeah. Usually I'm holding the baby. Also, I'm not the favorite parent. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh... Parents, you know how it is. Kids latch onto one parent and then they switch and then blah blah blah. She's yeah. totes a daddy's girl right now. Yeah. Well, she's kind of she's kind of in the in between stage. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we do hope that uh, you persevere. If mm-hmm. you're at the Latin Mass and you are struggling a little bit, we've been there. Mm-hmm. We know how it is, and there's a ninety nine point nine percent chance that other parents and other people in the room have gone through the same situations. Mm -hmm. Loud toddlers, screaming, crying, blowouts. We've been there. Yeah. We know how it is. Yeah. We love babies there. (laughs) Yeah. And we just want to encourage you, if you're one of those families like us that was, you know, getting really down on on ourselves about how our kid was acting up and Mm -hmm. getting stressed out about it. Yeah. And you and you may not go every single week. You might alternate or you might make a point of driving to one once a month. Like We totally did that in yeah. the beginning, right? Because yeah. 
it was very difficult to take heavy. Mm-hmm. So they we didn't grow- go every Sunday. Yeah. But when we felt more up to it, we did. Yeah. <laughs> until yeah. we got more used to it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So give yourself a break. Just be there. Yeah. Be present. Your kids mm-hmm. will see it. It'll be great. You're yeah. doing great. Parenting is hard. Yeah. I'm going to have five cups of coffee in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And a donut. I already had a donut. I got the other donut for Evie. She doesn't know that, though. (laughs) Evie won't listen to this podcast. That's okay. So, yeah. uh, Anything else you'd like to say? Um, You can do it. Leave your questions, comments, concerns. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, we're on social media with theology of the body so like mm-hmm. leave us a comment on facebook or tweet at us and share um, share your experiences too yeah. like we want to we want to chat julie said it before this is our podcast we want to dialogue we want to talk we want to encourage each other pray for each other and our children yeah and if you are parents and you're more experienced and know more than us Please tell, tell us. us yeah. Tell us things too. <laughs> we we need to know. We're pretty new at parenting and at going to speaking. Latin mass, yeah. so we're giving our insights after two years of doing this. Mm-hmm. So many people know more than us. So yeah. yeah, share your thoughts. We'd love to learn. All right. Well, so until next time, stay classy. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Do you have any tips for bringing small children to the traditional Latin Mass? We'd love to know. Message us on Facebook or DM on Instagram at Theology of the Buddy. Find us on Twitter at TradFriends or email us at TheologyOfTheBuddy at gmail.com. We'd also love for you to send us a voicemail via Facebook Messenger. If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Would you also please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes? We'd greatly appreciate it, as it helps us to get noticed within the larger podcast community. Next week, Mike, Brooke, Chris, and myself will be grappling with the question of papolatry and the upcoming Pan-Amazonian Synod in Rome. Make sure you're subscribed so you'll know when it comes out. We'll save you a seat at the table. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so until then, stay tratty!